Hello and welcome to Podcraft. It's the podcast about podcasting brought to you by the folks here at thepodcasthost.com. Uh, that's just me stuffing in some keywords for when uh, Google eventually recognise uh, audio in their search. So my name's Matthew McLean and uh, I've got a wee interview for you this week. It's with one of our clients. Um, he's an employment lawyer. The last time I sat at a table with an employment lawyer, I ended up losing my job. I didn't, <laughs> didn't really, never been sacked. Only made redundant multiple times um, due to the economy in Scotland. But uh, Jack, how are you doing? I'm not bad, thank you, Matthew. Not bad at all. Thanks for having me on your podcast today. Not good a problem. To be here. So there's a good reason I wanted to get you on. Uh, so you guys at Blackadders, you come in here to record your podcast and we edit it and put it out there for you. Um, and you're in your second season now. Uh, so you recorded your, your first season uh, at the tail end of last year, I think it was. Yeah, that's right. Um, employment lawyer in your pocket. So to me, I, w- I wanted to get you on because it's, I think, a great example of a, a tangible physical business doing a podcast and having sure. success with it. So in podcasting, uh, especially in business podcasting, it's it's tempting to see this as a, a space where people in the, the digital business world go to yep. to market themselves. But you guys have had some great success. And I was just sitting down uh, the first week you came back in to record, looking through some of the reviews you'd had on iTunes, uh, some really good feedback. So I just wanted to catch up with you and find out, you know, get a bit more in-depth background about the, the project as a whole. Yeah, of course. Uh, first things first, like, do you just want to tell me a wee bit about uh, what you do at Blackadders here in Dundee? Yeah, of course. So we work... Um Myself and Simon, uh, we work in the employment law team, so we are the ones who are, are doing the podcasts. And what we do is we represent um, clients, predominantly employers, so businesses, small businesses, larger businesses, and help them out with all a whole raft of employment law issues that they might have with their staff, be that from things such as disciplinary hearings and grievance um, to more heavy-duty stuff like employment tribunal representation or dealing with um, transfer of undertakings when businesses get sold and the employees have to transfer over to the, to the business that buys a business. Um, we also represent individuals as well, um, advising on settlement agreements, negotiating exit packages for senior people, um, and even tribunal representation for individuals too. So that's a little bit about what we do in the employment law team, Matthew. So the big question, that's a, a very busy schedule. You've got a lot on your plate. So what makes you come away from it all to sit down and record a podcast? Why why did you make that decision back last year? Well, that, that's an interesting one. I mean, podcasts are something that we were aware of. Um, however, it was only really when, when we met your colleague, Colin, Colin Gray from the podcast host. We met him at a chamber event last year um, and we're pretty impressed by what we, you know, what, what he had to say. I think he was doing a presentation just telling us about, about the podcast host, what you guys did do and did. Um, and that's really, we decided, yeah, that sounds quite good. That's pretty impressive. So why can't we give that a go and maybe make it work for us? So it was Colin. It was quite, we'll, we'll have to let him out more often. You will indeed. Uh, if he's converting that many you'll people, need, I didn't know he was, he was getting himself out there having that success. But Aye, um, he was indeed. 
so you were won over to the idea of of doing a podcast and um it's convenient for you being here in Dundee because we're based here too we've got the space here so you guys were were coming in to to record the show what was it like at first just coming in and sitting down and recording your initial episodes I'm not gonna lie it was pretty weird Matthew it was quite strange um having the headsets on and being in a sort of recording studio felt like a radio DJ or something it was a little bit alien for me and the other guys I know from speaking to Simon and Andy that they found it quite a, a strange atmosphere and it did take us a little bit of time to adjust and to, to get used to it but but really what we we've sort of followed you your advice and Colin's advice just to treat it as much like you can as ignoring all the gadgets and the gadgets in the room and just just try and have a conversation mm-hmm. yeah so jumping forward to, to now, you're now very experienced podcasters, you've got a season <laughs> under your belt. Uh, what sort of response has the podcast had so far on, on all the various sort of platforms that you're on? We've had a really good response, Matthew. We've been really um, I suppose surprised by the level. We've had a, quite a good bit of interaction with people on Twitter. Um, we've used a hashtag and we tend to tweet in advance of our podcast being released and also after it after it's been released on iTunes uh, and we've had a lot of a lot of good feedback to the the podcast on Twitter um we've picked up some new followers we even picked up some new clients on the back of the podcast remarkably we've had I mean we're based up in Dundee here in Scotland but we've had people from as far afield as as Liverpool listening to our podcasts and and even giving us feedback so that's been really good for us to get that kind of um far-reaching geographic exposure that realistically maybe we wouldn't otherwise have had. And did, did that surprise you, the, the sort of level of feedback and interaction that you've had from the show? It did. I mean, if I, if I was to put my hand on my heart, I was a little bit sceptical about podcasting um, going into it, although, you know, really impressed with what Colin had to say about it. wasn't convinced it was necessarily something that would fit with a law firm. I mean, I think the general perception of lawyers is that they're dull and most people might reasonably rather put forks in their eyes than listen to a couple of lawyers podcasting. <laughs> um, so I was I was surprised to see that we were getting decent levels of feedback and, and interaction and that's what ultimately um, prompted us to go into season two. And did you get, you touched on this, but some opportunities came through the podcast. Have you, have you had... Um any business from it or you know yeah we have had business um obviously we're not allowed to name names and stuff like that because of the nature of our work but we have certainly we've had we've had business and money in the bank we've seen we've seen an increased turnover since we've done the podcasts um and although it's it's hard to you know to say oh that's absolutely due to the podcast but we have had business so it's definitely been a factor um we've also really had a good I mentioned earlier Twitter, that's our main, for the employment law team, that's our main sort of platform that we use for social media marketing. And we've seen um, not only increased followers, but a lot of interaction with our podcasts and our our hashtag, hashtag uh, employment lawyer in your pocket, Mm -hmm. E-L-Y-I-P. So that's been great. Really impressed with that aspect of it as well. In terms of uh, creating your episodes, uh, again, you've you've admitted yourself that it's maybe not on at a surface level the most entertaining subject in the world. So, 
you've um i mean i edit your podcast so i know this already but you, you make attempts to make it very entertaining you do make it very entertaining um how how do you go about doing that if you could tell the listener a wee bit about it and you know was this something that you'd put quite a lot of planning into beforehand um we put a bit of planning into sort of our our topics and the sort of episode structure but as to the actual content of each episode um not so much thought goes into that if i'm being honest you know i I've worked with Simon for eight years now and we know each other pretty well um, and so really working closely with each other for that number of years we kind of just come in here and how we appear on the podcast and how we interact with one another it's really just that's how we are in the office um, there's a bit less swearing on the podcast but um, <laughs> you know that's you know we're not we're not coming in at artificial sort of you know we just speak to each other how we normally do and and have a have a conversation about a certain employment chosen employment law topic should maybe do an X-rated one, hit the drink one day, but I don't know. <laughs> maybe not for being released on iTunes. Yeah, bonus content. Yeah, Patreon account. <laughs> um, the episodes themselves, uh, you do keep them quite short and sweet. Is that a, a stylistic choice, just based on the fact that that's how long it takes to to basically run through the the thing on that particular episode, the topic that you want to cover? Yep, it's a bit of that, and also a bit of sort of you know short and snappy, keeps them happy type thing. We were concerned given the nature of our topics that potentially if we rambled on for half an hour going into the real nitty gritty of the legal points I mean you could some of our topics you could you know an employment lawyer could speak for an hour about them mm-hmm. but I certainly wouldn't listen to it for an hour and I'd be surprised if if HR managers or potential clients you know people that we're keen to have listening to our podcasts would would be able to maintain attention for that level of time. Yeah, I had I had a conversation about this uh, with some of our academy members the other day about we were talking about podcast lengths and the general consensus like when you've grown an audience when you've got an audience uh, and you speak to them about your episode lens your loyal listeners will tend to say you know we we we'd rather hear from you for an hour or two hours uh, but that's that's an audience that you've won over for new listeners scrolling through their phone looking for new podcasts, I think it's more appealing for them to see short episodes because it's less of a commitment for them to dip their toe in and just give you, you know, a shot of one full episode. Um, and certainly, it's if it's if you're doing the job and you know that ten minutes or whatever, then you know that's absolutely the the right way to go. Yeah, completely agree with that, and we seem to be able to to sort of judge it quite well and, and cover enough of the information within the 10 minute slot. If we did a full hour of it, you know, that we could maybe teach people everything there is to know about the employment topics. So maybe then we'd do ourselves out of business as well. So what was the gist of your uh, first season last year and, and what are you doing in your, your season this year? Because you're podcasting in seasons, which means, and I'll ask you about this in a second, but it means you're, you're kind of going hard at work on it and then getting a rest and then coming back. But what was the, what was the first and second season sort of focus? So the first season um, was all to do with managing, managing your workforce. And specifically, we were focusing on disciplinary procedures. We regularly we encounter businesses who come in to see us for advice and they've maybe been taken to an employment tribunal by someone they've sacked and they've not taken any advice and they've gone about the procedure in the wrong manner which is going to potentially result in them losing the case and getting hit with a a big bill for compensation so what we thought that we would do was to um, kind of translate some of the most common 
mistakes that we see people doing with disciplinaries and distilled that into eight short bite-sized episodes to cover the main stages of a disciplinary procedure. So that's what season one was all about, Matthew. And season two, what are you doing now? Season two is a bit more, um, I suppose it's a bit more scattergun in the sense that after after season one, we, we got some really good feedback from people and it also went as far as, you know, some of the listeners on iTunes or, and Twitter had were 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 picking up on our um on our outtakes from season one. Um like what yourself and Colin were telling us at the start, it's good to have a have an ending to the podcast where you maybe invite feedback or you invite questions. And so we were really impressed that we got questions from some of our listeners and we've really used that as the platform for building season two. And have you found the season's approach to be beneficial rather than just maybe coming in here every single week and, and just um, with no particular direction? Do you feel that that's much better for getting some focus and, and sort of completing a body of work, if you like, with a season? Yep, I would say that definitely it does. You know, I think that, like you said, going at it hard for a couple of months um, and staying focused and on track with a particular set of topics then having a breather while they're all being um, released onto the iTunes is a good approach. Whereas, you know, I'm, I'm sure we probably could do a podcast every week or one a month, you know, consistently. However, I think that the focused approach is probably better um, and it allows us to, to maybe do our topics in different stages uh, rather than just a complete scattergun approach of Simon and I coming in here and talking nonsense for 10 minutes and then moving on. How much time uh, does the podcast sort of cost you, if you like, outside of coming in here to record? Uh... Not a lot of time at all, um, Matthew. You know, this one, the latest one that we recorded when we came into your studio, um, we came in on a Wednesday morning, nine o'clock. You know, we wrote the thing at five o'clock last night, took about half an hour. Um, rough kind of idea of the bullet points that we're going to cover. Um and the sort of main outlays of our topics, the employment law parts of it, then we just come in here and really put the meat on the bones to that to that template structure. And a lot of the time, you know, when you come in here, you end up speaking about stuff that the structure goes out the window, what you've roughly thought you might say, which is, I don't know, do you think that's probably a good thing if it's maybe more natural that way as well? Yeah, yeah. Sounds, uh, you know, conversational rather than like Aye. stilted. So the short answer to your question is, hardly any time outside of coming into the studio to record it, which is great. Of course, it helps when you've got a handsome and talented producer that you could outsource the Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely that. I mean, you know, we'd be lost in the woods. Him, but I've uh, not met him either, I'm waiting <laughs> on him. It's, uh, I don't know where he is, but oh well. Um, so just to wrap us up then, what, what would your advice be for someone listening to this who is maybe in the, the same position as you guys were before you'd started? They're thinking about doing a podcast. Maybe their business is a bit more a, a sort of tangible, physical business and they've got some doubts. What what would be some of your top tips for that person? Um, my first top tip would be go for it. You know, Dip your toes in the water and uh, if you don't shoot, you don't score. We've found it to be a great exercise. Um, you know, Even if you're a tangible business, all businesses rely on people and I think a podcast's a great way for people to see that you're just people, you know, they get a flavour of what your personality is like. Um, you can speak a bit about your business, so potentially it can be used as a as a marketing advertising tool. 
um, and certainly whilst our slots are meant to be educational as well, we have done it with the mindset of trying to generate business and Twitter followers and things and we've had great success. So I would absolutely say go for it, you know, there's nothing to lose. If you get on with your colleagues, you'll probably have a bit of fun doing it as well. And there you go then, what are you waiting for? Eh? Exactly. Um, so uh, just in closing then, where can we where can we find the podcast online? Well, our podcast, you can find it on iTunes. Um, you'll probably also find it on the Blackadders website, blackadders.co.uk. And if you look at us on Twitter, at employer Simon, uh, E-M-P-L-A-W-Y-E-R Simon, You'll see loads about the podcast on there, or the easier way to find it, hashtag E-Y-L-I-P. ELIP. ELIP, employment (laughs) lawyer in your pocket. Okay, Jack, thank you very much for speaking to me. No bother at all, Matthew. Thanks for having me. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.